So what happened last time is you you went to your home base after being kind of confronted and attacked by Tore. Mm-hmm. You went and talked to I think you talked to Rodos, and you talked to maybe Exus and and some other people, and then you all got attacked. The Sphinx. You fought her off fairly easily. Like I think that she wasn't that big of a threat to you. I think it was because she was doing more than just focusing on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You kind of saw her leave as well. You've you fought her off okay, and she kind of got rescued. Yeah. She she kind of got pulled out right when you were when you were gonna get her. Mm-hmm. I think that after that, you kind of debrief. You don't learn much new from that debrief. No. Uh, they, they just say, we're not sure if the attacks. You know, the people who are around gather in one of your meeting rooms, talk about it briefly, and then you kind of move on. And I think that's kind of how you deal with things here in, in Dragon Club. Like, Right. Very militaristic kind of. Yeah, you you kind of you kind of debrief, you talk about it, and then you you move on. Feel talking about feelings is like that would be weird. Like, why would right? Why, this it's not really relevant how you feel, which works for slain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that does. Yeah, I I, I think um, after that you debrief and you leave. Uh, Rodos was hanging out with you before. Okay, he's a uh, human pale skin uh kind of like lank black hair okay and he comes out he took the gem back from you right yes he did um i got a chance to get that vision and uh uh-huh mm-hmm. saw a bunch of madness with a yeah. with the dwarf and i was in the shoes of the dwarf it was it was much <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh uh, you kind of saw him at the end you you knew you you wanted to talk to you after the meeting was over and I think you see him hand off after everybody kind of leaves the room. It's just like you three and you're kind of waiting near the door for him in this in this kind of plain room. OK. Uh, again, the whole the whole area that you're in is it's kind of like an overgrown mansion that's been converted. The walls are still mostly intact, probably somewhat by magic, but it's it's kind of a fancy place and. There's there's stuff growing in. There's some stuff falling apart. Got it. And uh, in in one of the rooms, one of this room, the meeting room, you're waiting at the door, and you see Rodos hand over the gem to Exus. Okay. And they kind of nod in understanding, and then Rodos comes up to you and leads you out. All right. So we're walking now, right? We're leaving the area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask Rodos a question because this is because we've already done our briefing. Rodos, how could something like this happen? Well, it's it's the gems. It's we have the red gem and we can use it to our advantage, but so does our enemy. Wait, our enemy has gems as well? Well, at least one. I think most of the other ones are hidden. That person who reached and saved that Sphinx, uh he's the head of of the organization, the uh Order of the White Stone. Order of the White Stone. Yes. And it's their charge to keep the gems away from everyone, keep them out of the hands of the people, and to uh, hoard them away for themselves, and to make sure the portals don't get opened. 
And they have the white stone. They have the the white gem that opens the white gate. And the prophecy doesn't really talk all that much about it. Um, it doesn't talk about any of the of the gems for a particular particularly long. Like they assume that you would know what they all do, but this. I, my understanding is that this isn't the first attack that A and X have had like this. Hmm. That's what it's for. The the white stone lets you move through places. Interesting. Am I to believe that the heretics are probably in line with them? I don't know. This wasn't information briefed to me. We suspect, we, we're not sure, but we suspect that the, the dwarf Hecuba, who you are still charged to find, by the way... Hmm. And but I want—I just want to say that I think Rose is like quite a bit lower than you. Ah, uh, got it, got it. He's been trusted with some important information um, because a a and x x um, they trust him, but like he is for sure a lower rank than you. Got it. So him kind of talking to you, like telling you what you should and shouldn't be doing, you can take that as you want. Right. But I want you to know that he is doing that. Got it. No, I understand. That it, it's just information being my uh, huh, the one thing that I need to stockpile <laughs> because wisdom. I'm not going to figure it out. Man. <laughs> yeah. See where I can get it, and of course, kind of integrate it with my own limitation. Right, right. You would know about the gates um, and the portals a bit, uh, or the por- the portals and the gems um, a bit, and you would know your charge, but. Um, yeah, the details, they're not really shared because if somebody defected, got captured, and released information, it'd be really bad. Exactly. Rodos, he's talking to you, and he says, I I actually was uh, a bit of a spy, and I think that the hand that pulled that sphinx out, I'm pretty sure that that was somebody named Master Sor. And Master Sor... Uh, he he's kind of the head of the or was I guess head of the charge of the Order of the White Stone. He's been protecting them, and he he created a school of students to help him. And I infiltrated that school. Mm. I was working my way up. It took me several years to earn his trust, and I was feeding information uh, to Dragon Club. Mm. I think that I think that what's happening is that. The stone isn't just moving through places. That the stone also lets him move through time. Because we killed Master Sword. He's dead. Move through time. Yes. I think it's a I think it's a younger version of himself. Whenever I bring this up to Exus, he kinda like lowers his voice. Whenever I bring this up to Exus, he dismisses it out of hand and doesn't want to talk about it any further. And that makes me suspect that I'm probably right. Huh. Time travel. Interesting. It's the thing that makes the most sense to me. I I saw his dead body. I, I, I'm quite sure. Uh, I think at this point I'm going to explain this a little bit to you. This, uh, this thing that goes on here where some of Dragon Club members learn kind of this shadow magic. And this is where... I think Rodos. This is you would know. This is kind of part of the reason why he's trusted. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons is he helped get rid of Master Sore. Right. Even though he's explaining this to you, you may have heard whispers about it. Yeah, we'll call it. We'll call it the shade. Okay. 
the, there's magic that some of you guys practice, and it's magic that you learned or, or you understood to be learned through, like, reading the prophecy and following some of the, the path of the prophecy. And Rhodus is really good at it. And, it, and it's this, this particular shadow magic where you can throw, like, these black smoking balls of magic and in a, in a slightly different form like make these really big tendrils that come out of you and you can gr- oh, like I grab can. like you can do yeah okay yeah so you, you would know a little bit of it oh yeah and Rodos says we hit him with uh, with a few balls of shade and and that was it and he trusted me to the end so he he gave me the uh, the gem the purple gem and we opened the portal from there mm. and I thought he was not gonna be a problem anymore. Unfortunately, it means that I can't be seen by a younger self of him. I can't be seen by Master Sora's younger self. I have to be careful. I have to stay hidden. So if I am working, I I just have to stay down and low. Hmm. And that's where you come in. Well, they have no knowledge of me. So yes, I can understand that. The heretics, they, uh, they were students of Sora's, or at least some of them were. I know them a little bit. So I have an idea of where they might be going, but I want to know what happened. Why did you come back so early? Why did you (laughs) leave over by Firelight? Well, there's a long story to that. I might have let my temper get out of hand. (laughs) (laughs) I ran into someone, Tore. I might have gotten into a bit of a scuffle with Tore in the mayor's manner. Well, what do you mean by scuffle? Have you told anybody else this? He's an important contact. Well, he's Did a... he know you were with us? No, he just knows my name. And, of course, what I look at. He sighs in relief. Oh, think it... We need him. He, he's, he's part of our connection to the Earl of Rookland. He works for the Earl. Well, with my deceptive nature, I might have possibly given him the thought that I might be working alongside the heretics, so... <laughs> he laughs. Oh, well, that's fine. That's actually great. That means that if he does see you, <laughs> he'll just think you're with them. Ah, that's that's totally fine. So, so it might actually co- help infiltrate them as well. I was told not to engage, but never said anything about getting close. Did Exus tell you that? Exus is so butthurt about them. He drove he drove them off, and he had the Exus's little team was totally unprepared. They they thought they were going to rush into the city, take what they want. And get out, and they they were just not prepared. It's kind of silly. I mean, they're not unskilled, but you should be able to handle the heretics probably on your own if you're careful. As for not engaging, you can't disobey a direct order, but if you had to, I certainly wouldn't say anything. After the transgressions in Firelight... I think it would actually be a lot easier to possibly bring maybe one or two of them back. You mean here? Split up their little soiree. That would be great. Uh, that would be great. I did get from Exus that you are to... He knows you're here, obviously. He wants you to go back out. He wants you to pursue your leads and find them. And then report back to us and we'll take a team out and we'll get rid of them. It's shouldn't be too difficult uh, you're you're still like probably just walking around through the the mansion like in the courtyard or yeah. yeah okay yeah the courtyard and he stops near a tree you're maybe in the middle which is like an outside area like there's you know 
there's a uh, no ceiling. Right. Not that it's fallen in, but it was like built that way. Got it. Now that you're outside and, and away from, from people, he's, you know, kind of just checking around. I'm supposed to prove myself. And if I am not careful, if I screw up, it could mean, well, I'm hoping that they would not kill me. I'm not sure, honestly. I, I, I just know that Exus is putting me in charge of this mission, and it would go a lot easier if you could find them and help me out and, and let me know. Right. I would love, I, I would love to help you get rid of them. Our next mission shouldn't be hard, but I'm worried. I'm worried about about them. They're very meddlesome. They hate me. I I know they hate me. He he kind of trails off. He he's kind of looking to see how you react to all this. And Slane's pretty staunch. Mm. He just straight faced, maybe raising an eyebrow here and there, more so to the uncertainty and lack of confidence that Rodos kind of portrays. Mm-hmm. But just hearing him, you know, to pry for information. Slain has his own plans. <laughs> look, look, are, are you going to help me? Can I, can I, can I count on you to, to help me out? Can, I, can you let me know if you find him? That depends, Rodos. I need something from you as well. What's that? You mentioned this possible time travel that piques my interest. Yeah, I'm probably not really supposed to know about it, but okay. Hmm. You wouldn't have happened to have seen anything or heard anything that could validate that from Exus or Azor, possibly? Not... Uh, I mean, besides, they they pretty much outrightly deny it. I've only brought it up a couple of times because you know how Exus gets. He he can get upset. So him dismissing it out of hand and a couple of comments that Master Sor made while I was under him, he was very careful. It's a guess. Hmm. I could be wrong. It could be far-fetched. But you've, you've read a little bit of the prophecy. You it, It's cryptic. There's only one thing about the prophecy that I care about. Yeah, I I can guess, but that's that's what we all care about. But if, S, look, I ju- I, I'm wanting to help each other. All right, Rodos. If I find out anything, you'll know about it as well. But at the same time, I need you to do some more prying. I'll ask questions on my end, but if you find out anything about time travel and any full validation of it, I want to know that just as expediently. Am I understood? Absolutely. One more thing, Rodos. White yellow sand beaches. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much everywhere except for Morty. Right. Huh. Well then, I better get moving then. Probably not going to get too much information on that (laughs) if it's so vague. All right. Well, I guess, man, I don't really have too good of leads right now. Well, why don't you make an investigation check? Okay. I think how badly you do will be how much time you waste thinking about it. (laughs) Got it. Okay. Fifteen. Plus five. I got a broken twenty, sir. Well, even in that case, mm-hmm. you still spend several days here. Okay. Do you talk about it with anybody or no? Yeah. I'm, I would I would probably kind of mull over my thoughts on where I could like kind of zero in on this area that came up in the vision um, with Emily a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think after a day, yeah, Rodos leaves with Exus and a couple of others. Okay. You know that they're going south from here, which is towards Rookland, but they don't tell you specifics, I think. Okay. But they're, they're, they, you know, they're, they're taking a couple of people and a couple of people high up, so it's an, it's an important mission. Right. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So you bounce off Emily. Do you want to have like a full interaction with her? Or do you just want to like mull it over mostly by yourself? 
Um, I can have an interaction with her a little bit. Um, that would that would probably help me kind of get more of a direct idea on what I'm going to do next. Okay, where where uh, where do you find her after after a couple of days? You've probably seen her once already. Well, she was doing some training in the courtyard with uh, with X. So mm-hmm. let's say we meet in the courtyard. What do you think she's uh, still butt hurt practicing again? Possibly. <laughs> yeah, still um, still butt hurt for sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe she's practicing by herself and I kind of stumble in and okay. try to try to strike up a conversation. Okay. Maybe see her strain first because yeah. she is still wounded. Right, right. Oh, hey, S. What, what can I help you with? She's clutching her, uh, she's clutching her side. I look at her side a bit and look back at her. Well, M, I'll never get used to doing that. You know that, right? Yeah, but I'd still like you to. Right. Well, I, I guess I want to say... I hope you're recovering well. I'm fine. Are you? I kind of, with my my sheathed sword, I kind of tap the side where her wound is. Yeah, I think she uh, winces and is like, ah, I, I, I will be. Don't push yourself too hard. There's no sense in losing your life in this endeavor. You won't be able to get what you desire if you're dead. Why do you care? Don't you have your own goals to worry about? Slane kind of looks aside, kind of lost in thought for a moment. Yes, I do, actually. And with that being said, I need your assistance. I didn't have any ideas. I don't know where they could have gone. Honestly, the whole thing was a blur to me. They took a boat from Firelight. Okay. And I just can't shake this image that I... Well, this vision that I received of white yellow sand beaches. But from what Rodos was saying, those could be anywhere. Anywhere but Morty. Yeah. That's, uh... That seems right to me. If you were fleeing... From firelight, in a hurry, searching for... Are you sure they were fleeing? Not any longer. What I know is that the dwarf woman was there, and pretty sure she had the green gem. I mean, that's why we were there. We were there to get her. Right. And the fact that they were with her is not a good sign. And the dwarf woman is possibly a part of this Order of the White Stone. Maybe they're looking for the other gems. That's the only thing that could make sense. Yeah, I, I would guess that. I They were powerful enough. I mean, we were we didn't think that we'd have any resistance, but they were strong enough to at least kill our mounts. And run you through. That's enough to make me think that. Did Rodos tell you? I think I think one of them was with, at least one of them was working for Master Sore. So if that's the case, then yeah, I mean, that probably makes sense. Unless they already know where they are. And they are moving them. In which case we need either – in either case, you need to find them. But without any reference point, maybe Exus and Azor know the location or at least a general idea. What, what did you find in Firelight? Well, in Firelight, they said that there was two locations that they might be heading to, Osos and Morty. And you had this vision. And in this vision, I saw white-yellow sand and a dwarf reaching up for what would look like a gym. Outside of that... If Morty has only red sand... Right. And you heard that they were going to Osos or Morty... I mean, Osos is here. So if your vision's right, which I wouldn't trust Rodos, <laughs> but if he's right and the vision you had with him was white sand, then they're probably headed here. And he did have that attack. What's your plan? Are you going to go after them and try to intercept them? I am. I am Osos, Brooklyn. Osos is the continent you're on. Uh-huh. 
she says, the the main port cities they might be going to are either Rimboro in the south or Maple City, which is closer to up to us. Well, I guess I could... If you were going to intercept them, there's only a few trade routes and a few known oceanic paths. You could intercept them by water. Well, I suppose I'd have to get myself a boat, wouldn't I? Yeah, but we've got the funds for that. Well, excellent. I think that's what I'll do. You could always go to Morty and poke around. It's not too far of a trip to get to Morty. Especially if, if they're if they're headed out from Firelight and they're headed either to Morty or over here somewhere, you should have plenty of time to get to Morty. It's closer to here than to there. So if you wanted to check there first, potentially intercept them there, you could do that. I think that's what I'll do then. Well, there's other reasons to go to, to Morty. Nobody's checked in on the Green Gate in a while. You could make sure that they hadn't been there. All right. But if you didn't want to do that, you could search for them in the Maple City. And going to the Maple City is close, so I could stop at the Maple City and get a boat from there, couldn't I? Yeah, you you could. You could. It wouldn't hurt um, to go there because you could also plant some seeds of information gathering there, and your contacts there could go to Rimboro. Ah, that's a great idea. Stop there. See you, Emily. Go to Morty. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Uh, um, <laughs> stop, there. stop there. Maybe go to Morty. Check on the Green Gate. I'm sure that X and A would appreciate that. Maybe by the time you get back, I'll meet up with you. Uh, would you Would you come back to uh, Maple City? Or, or just go further yes. up north? Okay. No, I think after Green Gate, if I'm just able to find trace remains or if they hadn't been there, it would make more sense to recoup. Well then, I'm going to nod to to M. Emily, thank you for your assistance. Sometimes my head gets muddled. Of course. And I can't seem to... Of course, S. ...connect my thoughts. Oh, one more thing, M. Do you know anything about... Dragons? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know anything about dragons? No. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be just like... We're going to make shirts of that. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Have you noticed anything odd about some of these encounters you've had with the heretics? It's just the one... I, I, it's just the one. What did I notice? The the old woman, they kept pulling her aside. They were risky. They attacked our dragons before they attacked us. What, what do you mean? What are you looking for? It's just a hunch right now. And some information from Rodos, which huh, I take like a grain of salt. He mentioned something that piqued my interest. Something about, that's foolish. What is it? You can tell me. I can keep a secret. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Emily, see if you notice anything odd, something that looks like it shakes the fabric of time. What are you talking about? Time travel. <laughs> um, okay. You've been talking to Rodos, haven't you? You've been talking to Rodos. S, you need to not... Yeah, this smugly grin while she's kind of bantering me. <laughs> no, don't... He's got his crack quark. He spent too much time at that damn monastery with under Master Sor. Emily, Emily, just keep your eyes open. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> I will. Uh, uh, sure, yeah. All right. So in a few days, Maple City. Uh, if you don't hear from me, I'm probably getting into a lot of trouble. So She grins. Have fun. You too. 
Don't let any more holes get put into you, huh? I kind of whistle out for Ahadi. Yeah, I think Ahadi, uh, I think there's a couple of uh, tunnels that lead from outside and Ahadi gallops in. Um, huge black Clydesdale comes up, lets you mount him and take him out of one of the one of the tunnel, tunnels he came through. And we'll say that you travel down to the Maple City. Okay. I don't think I'm going to do an encounter there because I think there are more interesting things elsewhere. Excellent. Um, I'm going to give you some leeway on what exactly it is you do there, but I think it takes you, you know, if it's a hundred miles away, you got a horse, it's going to take you like at least three days um, to get down there. You make some contacts. If you want to decide anything unique about those contacts, you know, something you can pull the string of later. I want to set up some informal. Sure. You know, like a, some of like you ever watch like Game of Thrones? Well, obviously you watch Game of Thrones. Like like Spider, you know, like the kids are his ears and eyes or something like that. You know? Yeah. So how about? Um, I don't think you have any kind of. You're not really a disguise type, so you'd probably have a set of travel clothes, and those would do you well enough to be in a bar and be unnoticed for the most part. If you wanted to make some contacts of a more seedy nature. Like if you wanted to have informants like the homeless mm-hmm. or you wanted to have like some group of kids that you'd have to establish that somehow. I'll let you do that. You just have to tell me how. Okay. So what I'm going to do um, is I would imagine in a big town like Maple City, there's there's probably like a slums area, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where Slane would make his way to. While there, I would have to scout out to see – what the precipitating problem is for why the young people are homeless or, or whatever the case may be, like whether it be because of war or, you know, mm-hmm. like they're, they're being enlisted by like a thieves guild of some sort that's like, hey, you guys can do this and make some coin. I want to kind of infiltrate towards whatever's kind of running their operation in that. Okay. If, that's, if that makes any sense. Here's what we'll say. If you want to do that, mm-hmm. that's going to take you another three days. Okay. Mm. It might be worth it, though. I'm keeping track of the days. Huh. You don't have any leads, but you would know that the heretics you're looking for are going to be, if they took a ship, like a proper ship from Firelight, Right. it's going to take them several weeks. Got it. I know how much time it takes them. <laughs> I know where they're going to be. I'm not yeah. going to tell you that. I'm just going to keep track of your days and I'm going to tell you the cost of to do things. If you want to have okay. a couple of – if you want to have maybe like two or three paid off contacts, one of which would go to a Rimborough for you right? Uh, in the south, two of which would keep an eye out for things, you can do that. And that's only going to take you a day. Okay. If you want to establish a network of some kind, if it's, if it's like you're trying to – inscript some orphans to work for you and you need to find out like the cause of their suffering that's going to take you like three days if you're wanting to like get a very mobile network of the homeless population a little more old probably more reliable i'm going to make it take four days and if you want somebody in the in a position of power that's going to take you five days to do shoot uh, and if you man. have other ideas, I can tell you how long they'll take. Well, no, that's that's kind of right on point because it's like I want to have eyes and ears, you know. Is there a way I can make a check to see if that – I mean I feel like that's worth it. Having a network is always a good thing. 
Um, I, I can't I can't tell you uh, the repercussions of what you do. Okay, <laughs> not not right yeah. now. They will come. Whatever you choose, if you choose to have a couple of just casual contacts, that's going to mean one thing. If you pick the kind of like orphan kids or something, that's going to mean another thing. <laughs> I have I have different ways this can go depending on what you do. So, right. One other thing I need to know: Did I get any extra funds before heading out again? Yes. I'm going to leave that a little bit ambiguous. Um, it's not going to be anything ridiculous. Okay. But yeah, I think that um, we'll say Emily is also like works as treasurer. So okay, she's strict about it. We'll say you planned out ahead of time, kind of what you wanted to do. Got it. So you would have like listed your requirements, and she would have got, been thorough about like why you needed as much money as you do. Right. Yeah. Because it's like I'm trying to build a, a network of connections. Yeah. That's not going to be a problem for you, and I'm not going to make you count it right now. Okay. That sounds good. All right. So here's what I'm gonna do. Then I am gonna use a total of five days, but not for the person in power. Okay, so you're going to do like the one day, a couple of contacts, and the four day homeless? Yes, exactly what I'm going to do. Because what I have then is, I, I feel like that's that's going to give me just enough scope that I can at least corroborate stories too, because I have two different factions technically. So we're going to say you made three contacts, you know, being in a couple of bars. You know, one of them is going to be in Rimborough. You know, the two are mostly just live here. They'll gladly give you information and keep an eye out. Excellent. I think the homeless population, you would discover the reason that there is even a homeless population is because this city is very, very capitalistic. The Maple City, um, it's named for its beautiful and huge maple trees all throughout the city. Mm. The ports are like the lifeblood of the city. Everything seems to stem from right. the ports and the and the docks and the trade there. And it would all basically lead to Rooklyn. Okay. Rooklyn relies on the Maple City. Huh. It's it's capitalistic, so that means that some people are not gonna be equipped to do that and they're not going to have the advantages um that some might have starting out in in such a place okay sounds about right <laughs> yeah yeah brooklyn too all right so i kind of get a little bit of an expanse because i'm going to get some emergence from Glen too um so i feel like that feels really well spread out um okay so rimboro maple city a little bit of brooklyn too so and you said i have about like 15 or so contacts that are homeless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll we'll we'll have a list of names of just like homeless. Obviously, some of them seem crazy one moment and then totally sane the next. Right. Some are just seem down on their luck. Right. Some of them, they it's kind of like how they want to live. They don't want to participate in the the system. I think that it's you get a you get various contacts. Okay. You wouldn't be able to tell if any of them are going to move to Rimbro soon or to Rook Glen, um, but that's a high possibility. Right. And I do have those other two, the other three contacts, one that's from Rimbro or going to it yeah. or whatever the case. So yeah, that works out. He, yeah, they're traveling there. Yeah. So you have, you have some eyes and ears in the Maple Excellent. City. Excellent. So that puts me five days in. Yeesh. Three days from your, from traveling from, well, so first, because you rolled so well, one day. 
staying after Rodos left. Okay. Then, and that was with Emily kind of packing, getting stuff together and thinking it through. Three days of travel from your hidden base in the forest, in the high, high forests, to get to the Maple City, and then five days in the Maple City. I think it's not going to take you an extra time to get a boat okay. and a small crew, probably just two people. It's not going to be a huge boat or anything. Okay. And if you want to go to Morty, that's going to take... It's going to take you five days Ooh, to get there. Okay. All right. If you wanted to just have your ship in the like incoming ships area and kind of hang out, you could do that. Okay. You were saying if they were taking a boat from Firelight coming in this area, it would take them about two weeks, right? Yeah, it's going to take them a few weeks. Yeah, it's going to take like three-ish. Well, actually, that doesn't really matter. As long as you don't spend too much time in Morty. Well, I could go to Morty and then I could use my belt to teleport back. Uh huh. Skip the travel time. Here's what I want to do then. Yeah, you could tell you could teleport back home. I could, but I want to set a waypoint in Maple City. You you have not been taught how to make a waypoint. Damn it! And it's quite hard. Um, you have to have a flat stone surface. You have to paint certain runes. Uh, you have to say certain words and infuse certain magic. And it takes it takes some time to do. Damn. But there's already a waypoint set up in Morty. Oh. You don't have a you don't have a stone for it, but you would know where to go to like a hidden, probably underground storage to retrieve a stone. And that would put me in Morty, and I could get to the... Well, get... the, the stones are in Morty, so you have to go there to be able to get back to there. Got it. Okay, okay. So I... Okay, that all makes sense now. Well, let's take this boat ride. <laughs> okay. It all makes sense now. <laughs> okay, so one day after Rodos, there's the day where you were there. You have the day after Rodos and packing and talking to Emily. Mm -hmm. Three days of travel, five days in the Maple City... Is that everything? And then, yeah. It's, and then a uh, four-day boat. You said a four-day boat ride or a five-day? Yep. Four. Four, four days to get to, to Morty. Okay. I think that I'm going to give you later your list of contacts, including the two boatmen you hired. Boat. Is there anything else you want to do before we kind of wrap it up? Well, in terms of equipment and everything, I'm ready. I'm pretty set, I think. All the information that I gathered from Emily, I think I'm good. And then getting... I was going to go talk to X about the time travel thing, but if he's being elusive with Rodos well, he already... Left. He left with Rodos. Yeah, he left like, Rodos, yeah. Yeah, he didn't He didn't give Rodos anything. He was like, no. Yeah. That's not what it is. In which case, he's probably going to do the same with me, so... I'll bring it up to him if I feel the need to. Mm -hmm. If I have some more solid evidence, that way you can't deny it. And that's, that's more how a slain works. He operates. <laughs> <laughs> a little more careful. All right, yeah. So I'm I'm all set. I'm gonna have a hottie be present, right on the. Mm -hmm. Okay. I the only one I trust is a hottie. <laughs> okay. You're you're sailing, and you've sailed before. You've sailed maybe. before, maybe. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, Slane definitely has sailed, yeah. sailed before. He's he's like a hundred and something. Yeah, he's a young guy. <laughs> As you leave the shore, you look back. You see those beaches. Uh, you see those beaches around Maple City, and they're they're that yellow. That white yellow color that that most sand is, yeah. The shore leaves. You're you're out, and it's all in the open. There's there's nothing on the horizon but water all the way around. It feels empty and 
vast. It's just ocean. Your two boatmates, they don't seem to mind. They're just going about their business. They're happy to be paid and doing paid work. And they don't ask a lot of questions, which I imagine that's exactly what you'd want. I'm going to kind of stay near a hottie. And there's like a, this is something that Lorelai would have loved. She loved sailing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slane's probably in an emotional place right now. He kind of would like look off into the ocean and kind of be thinking about his sister. After navigating properly and after n- taking your time to check the, the charts and to check with your boatmates, finally you get past uh, a day of rougher waves, uh, bright sun, the water's just totally lit up, but uh, some pretty rough waves, pretty windy, and you finally see on the horizon just this red mountain. Mm. You get closer and closer, and Morty comes into view. Lots of green, a pretty big mountain, mountainous island, and red, red sand beaches. Not only is the mountain covered with trees and foliage, but with structures. Okay. And there's boats everywhere, all the way around that you can see. Um, as you approach, there's just all kinds of buildings in all kinds of different states new to practically crumbling and right next to each other you you can just see from far away hundreds of people on these docks hundreds and hundreds of people moving working loading unloading fishing crews and sailing crews people selling and buying in a market like this place is alive Awesome. And I think you pull into port and you rent a rent a, a dock that's a little ways off from where you initially approached to how's your how's your little dinghy? Excellent. A little boat. All right. And I think we'll uh, we'll stop there. All right.